I took a walk to Poland. I took a walk to Poland. I'm 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 just in awe at how good you are. Like how, you're Thank really you. not showcasing how beautiful your voice is, <laughs> but you you can't do it over these mics because the like the sound quality is terrible and what? it's just going to be distorted. Yeah, I, I I can't wait to listen to it after. I took a walk <laughs> to Poland. I've, I've been, like when that song came out, I was singing that like in the shower like every day. In that, like, I took the walk. It, it's through Poland. No, it's it's the anthem. It it, it really yeah. is just a beautiful song. That should be the Polish anthem. Lil Yachty does not get the credit that he deserves. He he really is just one of the. Did he, he even go to Poland? Or did he just... I'm I'm pretty sure Lil Yachty. No, that that's like one of the big markets for rappers is like Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those are like the those are the bad white people. Those are like the fucking, those are the grungy whites. <laughs> they are though, really. Like, yeah. if you, you know, you, you go to places, you take a look at Albania, you're like, okay, this is like a guy from Atlanta, like the hood in Atlanta would take a look at Albania and go, I, I had a good childhood. <laughs> it's not, it's not as bad. It's really not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, God. Yeah. No, those, uh, well, that's why, like, they, like, they, like, European basketball players that come to, come to the NBA, like the uh, Jokic from Serbia. Like, yeah, that guy's not scared of anybody. Well, like the fake hood people in, uh, in the NBA, they think they're intimidating, but this guy's not doesn't even care. Oh no, that that, <laughs> that whole that whole country has like tough people. They survived a war. Oh yeah, there's like mobs there and everything. Like they don't, they're not scared of the U.S. Yeah, he takes a look at what's going on in Chicago and went, uh, "That was me at two. <laughs> this is hilarious. That this was my whole family. What a beautiful neighborhood. This is wonderful. The south side of Chicago may as well be Ibiza to me. No, it's a lot. No, those guys are hard, man. Like even like the the, the Polish people are very resilient, but as well as like I grew up with a lot of Serbian. Like my uncle is Serbian. Like on my my mom's side, my aunt married a Serbian guy. And I just remember like some of his stories. He came, I think he moved here when he was maybe, I think, four or five. And some of the stories, like one of the stories was they had to move at night because they were escaping. They had to like travel at nighttime so nobody obviously would see them. And uh, I think they had to keep a cloth in his mouth. His parents had to keep a cloth in his mouth so they wouldn't hear him crying. Ooh. Yeah. I think, people, yeah, I think you told me that before. Yeah, because they'd be shooting at him. They'd be shooting at the whole family. Yeah. And then I think the story was that one of the people that they were traveling with at night, the separate couple, the the husband got shot. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. So he's a hard man, but you wouldn't know it to hear. Like, he, again, it's so funny with some of those guys that move here at a young age because you look at them and you go, oh, you you came off the boat yesterday. Hmm. But then you hear them speak, and they're like, "Hey, how are you?" You know, <laughs> you're dumbfounded. It throws you off, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. My uncle's a lovely man, lovely man. Uh, yeah, but those those Eastern Europeans. I took a walk to Poland. The walk. Dude, I, I should have done my voice exercises prior to this. I, I would love. I wasn't ready for this, but yeah, I'm disappointed in you. I was thinking that we'd have like a real, 
a real vocal harmony going on right now for this. I can do it again. Give me, give me one second. I took a walk to Portland. That sounds good. That's I am just afraid of when I uh, finally put this out because I will listen back to the audio to see if it doesn't like if it, make sure it doesn't it like sound with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, this is the whole podcast is just us doing that. Yeah. I, I think it'd be funny if that song, like if Lil Yachty went like full his like historical and he just started out the the whole like Poland said like nineteen thirty-nine <laughs> The Third Reich That'd be a banger. Came into our hold and blasted <laughs> <laughs> they talk about flying in the jets but it's like the Luftwaffe <laughs> I shot at the Luftwaffe in April deep that'd be, that'd be a pretty deep. deep track yeah did your family live through that like you you had family members that were there like during like the World invasion yeah 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 no my um like I have a few family members that uh, uh, they've had stories with it, but my grandmother told me a story. The first time I met my grandmother as an adult, because um, I um, I was born in Canada when my parents when my parents came here. Um, so when I came back to Poland, I was like nineteen, I think. Um, I met my grandmother for the first time as as an adult, and actually like had conversations. That's the first thing she brought up about was how the war was and how it started. Yeah. So like she told me a story like she was a kid when uh, when they first invaded and uh, she was uh, uh, the town that she was from. Her and her brother were walking to school and then someone heard that the uh, the Nazis were going to the school to collect the children really? and send them to Germany and just raise them as as Germans. Yeah. I don't know where they, they found that out. But like my uh, I think it was either another family member or a family friend uh didn't have a car they had a horse he had to ride his horse straight to where they were where my grandmother and her brother were walking picked them up took them uh brought them back home and like if they didn't do that like she would have been just gone jesus yeah it's a lot like i my uh my dad uh uh grew up in like my dad was born in 56 so it's like 11 years after the war, but there's still a lot of like, um, those, those are the Soviets though at that time. Was it not for what during in Poland or it was communism at that Poland time. was communist at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, was but, it under Soviet rule at that time? No, like it was still under like a Polish government, but they like, what do you say? Like they reported to the, to the Soviets. Yeah, I, I guess, guess. Yeah. Um, cause that was East Germany at the time when East. I think the wall, when did the wall go up? in east berlin that was 61 i think it was i think almost exactly 30 years Mm. because i think it finally went the year i was born 91 yeah so that would have been yo your dad ain't got nothing on my childhood though b living in the bad streets of aaron mills Mills, Mills. you don't know my struggle we had walls there man we had high school walls we had walls of poverty that I can never. No, I'm kidding. I had a pretty quiet suburban childhood. But your dad was born in '56. Yeah, no. So the he grew up in a farm area, but like the uh, the farm fields were like 
you can find like old like uh not even stuff from like world war ii you'd find stuff from like world war one just dug up yeah um like they found like there's like 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 the germans would like leave their rifles and stuff there so he found like a rifle there before um my grandmother told me that like some of the areas in the field was like like filled with mines and she like guaranteed like she assured me that all the mines were like gone but i'm like i'm not I'm not walking through this field. Hang at on. All. So you visited this place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my, my grandmother until uh, until she passed away, she was living in that farm for like all her life. Right. So it's like the south southern part of Poland, close to close to Ukraine. Um it's just all like farm areas there. Yeah. And um, you're part Ukrainian too, on your mom's side. Yeah, just a little bit. I don't really have much history with that or I don't really know much family for that are even in Ukraine or not. This is why I love you because your ancestral home is currently under attack by the Russians, and no Ukrainian flag present on your car. No, nothing. You're <laughs> I, not I, had it, I had it on my Instagram for a bit. You don't have the Ukrainian flag tramp stamp the way a lot of these other white chicks do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll just see it. Waiting for the next uh, next thing to happen. Yeah. Post it on social media. Yeah. Those girls just got to be hoping that like one of those like like one of those vacation spots gets invaded like Brazil or some shit by somebody like the Argentinians invade Brazil civil war in Bahamas. Yeah. So you get like a lower price on your next vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I just get to <laughs> chill out in Rio and just hang. Yeah. Missiles flying over my head, but Hey, at least dude, there's a guy that did that. And uh, I, I watched this on TikTok. This guy, like, he travels uh, to places that were just like just attacked with like um, either like a terrorist attack or something because there's no tourists there. Is he a fat Asian guy? Is a fat, I think it's a fat white guy. Is it a fat white? I think there's another guy who looks. He's like a heavier Asian dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find him interesting. Yeah, yeah. I no, but like I bring that up though because like that happened to me actually. So remember, it was uh, like end of 2015 that uh, like that big uh, like terrorist attack in Paris. Paris, yes. France. Yeah. So I was, um, I already had a trip planned there for that. And then um, that happened. And I thought that I was going to have to cancel my trip because it was pretty close. Uh, they, they, I think they shut down all the airports. Uh, there's no flights going in there. But eventually they, uh, they lifted that. But so many people canceled their flights because they're like so scared of another terrorist attack. Right. I still went because I paid good money for it. And like, Honestly, it was like such a good time because there's no tourists there. I get to like see everything I want to see. Got to walk up to the Mona Lisa in the in the Louvre, which was like it's it's sad what happened, but like it was of course you, no. But you're one of those guys is like I I'm not gonna let ISIS get in the way of exactly. my good time. No, for sure. It was it was funny because like that was um a lot of Americans were canceling their um uh, their trips, and I think there was something that happened in like San Diego or something. Maybe not San Diego, but somewhere in uh, somewhere in California, there was like a big like shooting or something there. There was the San Bernardino shooting, that's, and I think twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's so many of them now; it just kind of blends. It. Not that I want to open this can of worms, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we I think we've had far too many conversations about that. But uh, there's so many now; they all just kind of blend together. You just, yeah. just live your life, just. Well, you have to. I mean, we went as a family. This was the last family vacation. We, I think my dad just had a hair up his ass one summer and just went, let's let's just take a trip. This was 2018, summer 2018. And he was like, let's just go to Vegas. But the thing was, not even a year before was the Vegas shooting. 
So my sister that was, was 2017, 2017, fall okay. 2017. I had okay. a friend who was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not at the shooting, like not at the concert, but she was in one of the casinos and people were running through the door, like screen. People didn't know what was happening. Right. Mm-hmm. And her story, I'm not going to get into full detail, but she was there. Yeah. And I just, I remember, but so my dad was like, let's just go to Vegas. Vegas is, you know, it's, it still is what it is. And it's, it's fun. You guys should see it. I had never been before, but I remember my sisters being like, somebody's going to get like, you know, I, I just have a bad vibe going there. It's just, I feel like the mood is just going to be lower if we go right after this. And my dad just said, look, you know, if you're afraid of that happening, you may as well just kind of cash it. You, 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 you may as well not be living at this point. You just have to go about your life and just things are going to happen. Because I remember at that time, right after, like a few months before that was the Toronto van attack. Yeah. So my dad's whole logic, and he's true. It's like, if it's not going to be guns, if it's not going to be an armed shooter, it could be a guy with a van. It could be a person with a fucking horse. It could be some, it, it's something all the time. Guy with a box cutter. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be something. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just so much fucking, but, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad your family survived Poland. <laughs> and I'm glad you you are here because if if they did not survive and they did not come over, you would not be sitting in front of me. That is true. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. I'm very. Uh, yeah, it's just um, fucking. Uh, I don't even know. We we uh, we're right now in the middle of cutting our film that we did in July. We've postponed it far too long. And we're finally hunkering down and doing it. Which, I almost forgot about it, too. Well, I didn't forget. It was always something that was kind of on my schedule. But since getting laid off and all that shit, you know, threw a wrench in my plans. Uh, we edited for about an hour and a half. I think we got a couple. We got a funny scene cut. It's just the rough cut. We're going to do a second one. But and then we went out, did a couple sets, and we are back here. And uh, boy, is comedy booming. It's booming on a Monday. Oh, man. I just love just watching. I love just listening to the wide array of perspectives from stand-up comics. It's it's sometimes just an incel who's going up and he's just talking about chasing somebody with a meat cleaver through, you know, Pacific Mall. Or it's just, you know, somebody with a, a type 5 about rotisserie chicken. And it's a so lot of you, variety. You do need variety in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, they just got a full... They got a full hour on pineapple pizza, and that's their thing. But we had a couple good, uh, we had a couple good sets. It was fun, and now we are back here. I gotta eat something. I'm hungry. This is far too. I'm doing this thing like I'm not eating before noon. I do this uh, like intermittent fasting, right? Yeah, yeah. But I it, do the I do the same thing. Yeah. the The only problem is, in order to intermittent fast, you have to go all the way. You can't eat. After a certain time, either. Yeah. Yeah. So they they say, like, keep it between 12 and 8, because you're still kind of active after 8. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I haven't been following that at all. <laughs> it's the cognitive dissonance of, you know, oh, okay, well, I'm not eating before noon, so I must be doing something right. But, but I'm the, the last time I was here was when we got the, uh, the Popeyes. Yeah. <laughs> and I had what not two combos, but I had like two separate meals. Yeah. <laughs> no. When I was just like not even talking, like you wouldn't even you didn't even have to tag me in the podcast. I barely was talking. I was just so exhausted. Oh, I know. Yeah, you were a fucking. <laughs> well, my foot fell off halfway through the recording, so yeah, 
That's where my health was. We both have diabetes now. We both. I I just I just did the old syringe insulin syringe. Yeah. And we're doing that Had whole thing. Attack, Why know, not? Spray yeah. some nitro and we're good to go. Yeah, I, I got a little bit of discolored skin on my face, but we're okay. You know, I got my my uh, my big toe on my other foot has recently turned brown. But you know what? We're thriving. It's 2023. We're vibing. I'm honestly, as soon as you leave, I'm just going to open a raw thing of craft dinner and just eat that in my recliner. I might just go to Rabo and get some snacks. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a hell of a thing. This twenty twenty three, but uh, I'm just like, I'm at the point with my uh, my diet. Like I'm I'm trying to get fit. I'm trying to do all these different things. I want to be a guy. I want to be a chiseled king. I want to be a guy just with the full six pack. I just want. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm trying to quit smoking next month. I just want to mm-hmm. be. A, I want to be a fucking weapon, dude. I'm uh. I've been. So we're for 50 days now just yeah. for like, I've just been doing it for like a 90 day challenge. But to be honest, like I don't, I don't really crave it that much anymore. Maybe like after the 90 days, I'll do it for like a, like a special event or something. But it was just hard. Like when you go to the like shows and like a lot of these shows, they'll give you a free drink or something. It's just yeah. like kind of tempted to get something, but I just say, fuck you enabler. Yeah. Toxic. Toxic bartenders, you toxic to, enabler, trying to get trying to me do their back. Jobs. But th- that's the thing. Like, I'm not working a program. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I just have avoided drink. Like, it, it was hard the first couple weeks, just being especially on those on those weeknights at a club where it's like I would usually crush, you know, at minimum sometimes like five beers, and I would just again, it runs my pockets. It runs like my. It, it started becoming a problem for me. You're and saving money though, at least. I'm saving money and I'm I'm saving sanity just by I'm getting up earlier. I'm I feel more refreshed. I honestly can't see I, I can't envision a time in the near future where I'm I'm willingly going out to drink like I'm I, I can't see myself drinking mm-hmm. in the near future. I just can't. And I'm just and I'm I'm kinda cool with it. Not because I'm being healthy. There, there's a thing, I don't know if you feel this way, but do you feel there's there's a part of you if you honestly think and just admit to yourself, do you think there's a part of you that's doing it less for your health and more just to feel superior? <laughs> yeah, I do like to like look at people down. I'm looking think- at people for that. I'm thinking of going back when I go back to Mississauga next. I'm thinking of just walking into my hometown bar with just a, a just a soda water mm. and just walking around and going, "Hello, peasant. Hello, degenerate peasant." I don't need any confidence juice. Yeah, fuck you, fentanyl person. <laughs> I'm just assuming they do fentanyl because they have a beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm just assuming somebody's doing hard, life-threatening drugs just because... The, just they're one ha- person having a course life it's, just like, oh, this guy's definitely fucking hard as fuck. Yeah, it's just a person slamming back a Shirley Temple on a Friday night enjoying <laughs> life. And I'm just going up to them like, you are lesser than me. <laughs> yeah. The guy having a whiskey sour, like, oh, this guy definitely does heroin. Yeah, no, this guy, this guy's definitely taken multiple bathroom trips in an hour. Yeah, that that's always the telltale. Say, oh, dude, at that bar, I'm not going to name the place. You know what I'm talking about? It's by the way, I love this bar. I've gone to it for ten years, but and the service is wonderful. The people are great. Food's good. Clientele from the seventh layer of hell. Yeah, that was the watering hole when we when we lived there, but like. I, kind of moved on from it now i'm just at a point in my life where at 31 
it just doesn't look good being the bar fly. It just doesn't look good being that person. I don't want to be a regular. No, you don't. You, yeah. It's it's okay in your twenties to just be, to just go crazy and party and do whatever you want. I'm not going to judge that. But after thirty, after when when you hit thirty and you just start seeing some of these people, not everybody. It's not across the board. But when you start seeing some of these people, it's like you just you, you haven't. It's it's like being in a room full of Stiflers. You know Stifler from American Pie? Mm-hmm. It's like being in a room... Like, Stifler was always the man-child who, like, every single movie, all of them have matured another level. Yeah. And he's the guy in the office built... He's working in an office, but, you like, he's, like, drinking from a beer bong. Mm-hmm. He's that guy, right? And I just... I don't want to be that person. You you have to evolve a little bit. <laughs> but again... That, right? That's what maturing... Or we're basically maturing now. I, I like how we have to reaffirm. No, no, we're yeah. maturing. Yeah, both we're, single guy. We, we neither of us have kids, but yeah. we, we are getting better. In the next decade, I'm going to yeah, be just maturing. dropping we're loads. We're making TikToks and just focusing on that. I'm. You know what? I honestly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just, uh, I just met a girl on uh, Twitch recently. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm going to meet my queen. Yeah, yeah. The future mother of your children. Yeah, just playing playing Harry Potter Legacy. <laughs> I, I still I want to play that. I know it'll probably get me canceled by some people. For, no, who gives uh, a shit? But I don't care, man. It looks fucking fun as fuck. It is fun. Hang on, my microphone. This this has happened to me every recording for like the last three recordings. Just the headphones coming out. Yeah, keep talking, you schmuck. Yeah, I got my. Uh, here we go. I had my pillow here, and it just kind of got. Oh shit, it's under here. Yeah. No, I don't want that. All, got it all knotted there. I do. I Well, no, I have a full thing here. I, it's all a production, dude. This is why I need a producer. I need my own Jamie. I need my own Jamie Vernon. It's funny. Yeah. Jamie, pull that up, dude. Jamie. Jamie, were the Soviets in Poland in 1956, dude? Yeah. Are you looking that up? <laughs> No, I'll just show you my phone. Okay, hang on. That'll be another technical difficulties. My I'll probably apologies. Probably look that up on Wikipedia. That's my go-to place if I can't sleep. Just searching up useless information that I don't need for on Wikipedia. Yeah, that's my. What were we talking about? Gaming. Yeah, uh, the Harry Potter legacy or Hogwarts legacy, whatever it's called. I'm just not interested in that stuff. I haven't gamed in, you know, like honestly, like I got my PS4 here from my house which you know i loved when i was like 20 and i just i naturally got away from that i just didn't i'm I'm not into it i know people who are fully like immersed at 35 in the gaming world yeah yeah it's like they're afraid of something yeah i've I've just been stuck on it with uh during the pandemic but uh i don't i'm not a huge game like the only thing i play is like 2k and then whatever else is uh new i'll try it out but for the most part, I'm not really a gamer. I don't. I don't watch like I don't have a Twitch account. I don't watch like streaming, streaming stuff or whatever. Like I'm just not into it. It just doesn't interest me, and that's all. Like I, you know, I'm not a person, but like I see these people that are pushing forty, and their whole life is just Red Dead Redemption, and I'm going. You're mentally trying to escape being an some adult. form of reality. Like just yeah. be. It is being an adult, but I have this theory of 
with and this is with not just gaming but like comic book like nostalgia in general like we are the nostalgia generation basically mm. i just have a theory this is all because you just have a group of people who are like the world is ending i'm never going to own a home i'm not going to be able to afford a family i i honestly just want to sit back uh you know pop some opioids and just watch ant-man and the wasp yeah i just you know well it's funny when we bring up uh, gaming though because i do that with um i don't really play grand theft auto like i don't do online because i just suck it out. i just die yeah. right away but like when i was younger like i like to like it's a fun game you get to like steal cars shoot people and stuff but like when you play it online especially at my age now i don't do that i just buy property on uh on gta why not yeah yeah buy property and just like collect stocks and I just love how, I love how Grand Theft Auto is your version of a vision board <laughs> where you're just like, no, no, I'm going to get I, I, I see a hooker in my near future. Financially online, I'm doing very well. Financially, I'm killing it, dude. I'm a, I'm a lucrative king. But uh, I feel like, honestly, though, I, I, I've considered going back to my older like video game. Like, I love Lord of the Rings. I love playing Lord of the Rings when I was a kid. That was like my big PS2 game. The Two Towers is like one of, I'm still convinced to this day that the Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers is one of the great PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. If you remember it at all, like it, it was just tremendous. I think it was for Xbox too. They had a bunch of stuff, but I remember playing that on place. And, and there's times where if I rewatch the old trilogy, cause I'm a big Lord of the Rings guy. If I rewatch the old trilogy, there's a part like a, a little piece of my brain that says you want to play this game again. You want to play. And I feel like, honestly, if I went back to get, I would never leave this. Like, I'd be done with stand-up. I'd be done everything. Mm-hmm. I would just be going fully into Middle Earth. And I don't want to do that. Like, I went, like, to, to like past time recently. Like, I've been crushing Tetris. Oh, nice. And I'm addicted to it. Like, dude, if, if Tetris is my thing right now, and I'm yeah. that addicted to that, I cannot imagine what it would be like if I started, like, Grand Theft Auto again. Oh, for sure. Or something like that. Time goes by fast with it too. We we're just playing. I, I like. I barely play that. I mainly play two K and just trying to, uh, you know, trying to retire as a Hall of Famer. Uh, that's actually like during the during the pandemic where there was nothing to do. All I played was two K and like the pandemic like took so long that like I retired my player. My player was like forty years old by the time by the time lockdown was over. You see, I can't even. I'm I'm so removed from the gaming world. Yeah. Like this whole thing of like my player was for like you, you're basically living with your own avatar. Yeah, that's what it is. It is you, like you're living with another human being. None of this is healthy. No, for sure. I honestly think we all just need to. There's part of me that thinks that we just need to get. Not only do we need to get rid of our possessions, we need to just take our. We need to get naked and all just like live out in the woods. We need a war. Somebody we, needs to invade us. Uh, I mean, just you know, get- it's it's coming. We got to get out of the house. If if <laughs> if we've shot down four UFOs in the span of a week, yeah, something's going to happen. And those aren't aliens, by the way. I don't think those are aliens. Uh, yeah, the yeah, that, that was recently on. Uh, been seeing that a lot. I heard a really great theory from a guy again on. This is all TikTok. Like all of my information just comes <laughs> from here, yeah. This this toxic, poisonous piece of shit app, which by the way, I love. I'm addicted to it. Too. I'm addicted to it. I think it's a great creative tool, but I think the content, it's so funny because TikTok is, is like, there's just a guy with a MAGA hat. It, it like all, all content is just a guy with like a blue lives matter t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then you go, and then there's a girl who's just talking about the, the virtues of chairman Mao. Mm-hmm. It's all just on one. Like there's no, it's just bifurcated between those two 
like types of content. It's just a chick with like a nose ring and and like rainbow hair just talking about how the world would be so much greater if we all just chopped our penises off. And then there's another guy over on this side who's just like, yeah, man, no, fuck, like George Floyd was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just can't, you can't win with these guys at all. Like any, any of that content. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was I saying? No, uh, about the aliens thing and the UFOs. There was a guy talking about it. He's like, the, the amount of narcissism we have as a species to believe that, look, you take a look at our galaxy. There's no known life. Like as much like anybody who theorizes, like there's no alien life, like in our near whatever. However, I, I I don't know much about space, but there's no nearby alien life, right? So the logic behind this is like if we feel like oh there's aliens spying on us, the logic behind that has to be we believe that these people from billions of light years away, these technologically superior beings, are so interested in us. These like we, we may as well be Neanderthals to them with how far behind we are. Mm-hmm. What makes us think that they are that interested in us that they, Hey, we, we just want to wipe you guys out. You know? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense that we are that interesting and that threatening to them. We can't even travel that far. Like we don't have that tech. We could barely get to fucking Mars. That's what he said. Yeah. And these guys can travel across a, like the universe to find us. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. And, um, yeah, it's a lot, bro. I just, uh, it's a hell of a, what, what day is it? Monday? It's family day. It's family day today. Just fucking, uh, we were talking about that masterclass thing earlier. Yeah. I, I do want to catch up on that. Cause I feel like I, I'm not that kind of guy who goes, I'm like, oh, I in order in order to hone my craft, I need to just sit down for six hours and just listen to, you know, I, I need to watch like Kevin Spacey just teach people how to do theater. Yeah. Right. I, I don't feel like that guy. <laughs> but that that came out like right on the um, came out during the pandemic, I think. Not the like Kevin they- Spacey one. Kevin Spacey had one. Kevin Spacey had one. And then after the Me Too thing, they replaced him with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, for the act for for the masterclass, right? Yeah, because yeah. uh, it was interesting though. Like, I didn't really, um, especially when there was nothing really to do. Like, I took advantage of like just learning how to like write scripts and uh, just getting some like acting advice from Natalie Portman. You know, yeah. Um, and then I I did maybe one one episode of uh, Steph Curry teaching me how to shoot. Right, I'm still trying to work on that scholarship in my thirties. Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, you're pulling a bit or of a just, crap I just want to impress people at LA Fitness. And why not? Yeah, that's the main. That's the main one for me. Fucking. Um, yeah, I forgot I, I was still paying for it too because I was using it during the pandemic, and then I just, I just stopped after once everything slowly started opening up, and then I got a big pill for like the end of the yeah. year. Well, I I got the Scorsese one as a birthday gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which was neat nice. and everything, but uh, other than that, and I watch it, and that that was of course beautiful to watch and you can all, just, all that so stuff. So wait, you can just order just like one, like you can order one. I don't think you have to get the full package. Okay, I got those I Scorsese. Had, like, I had like the account and everything. I yeah. think I was able to like share, um, give like people like free passes or whatever, uh, for it. But uh, yeah, I had to like so I had like so many options there, but then I just kind of 
once I was allowed outside and everything, like I just kind of stopped. Have you watched anything lately? Uh, Last of Us. I've been started watching. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I'd love to. It's good. I'm. Uh oh no I yeah I, I, a new episode came out yesterday so I gotta I gotta go home and watch that I also started watching um um uh, uh what's the show called Your Honor Have you heard of that Brian Cranston Yeah Yeah I uh, I watched the first season when it came out I think last year or two years ago Right It's um yeah it's like kind of like it makes you uncomfortable because like all the decisions that they make in that is just like, like the characters make is just makes me so uncomfortable. I, like I yell at the TV. Right. That, but it's, uh, it's, is it meant w- to be that way or is it just bad writing? I think, no, it's just, it's, um, no, like it, it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable right. with this. Like, um, but it's, it's pretty well done. Like I, uh, like Brian Crasson is a, like an amazing actor. No, he's a boss, man. And uh, no, he does a he does a good job on that. So the second season came out for that. That's pretty good. I think he's he's another guy that's gone a little too political for me. Where it's just like I don't need to see you outside of Breaking Bad or any of these other things. Like I just I what do you I'm mean? Into, what is he saying? Just I'm, a little too political. Like I, I'm not gonna open that fucking shit because we're just gonna go yeah elsewhere. But he's just one of those guys. It's like oh you're you're just like you've been you've been taken by like the Hollywood wokes, right? Yeah. Like you're not saying anything to be altruistic. Like you're just saying it to fit in with people. Well, he's one of the biggest actors right now. Like, it's it's crazy. Like I yeah. just remember him from Malcolm in the Middle for sure. No, like, his, his evolution as an and it's Saving Private Ryan. He was in as like the armless colonel. Yeah, he was in that for like really quickly, and you know he he wasn't in it enough to be like oh he killed it in that. But yeah, yeah, I I forgot about that. Actually. Yeah, like I'm a fairly progressive dude. Like if you were really to scratch me and like kind of get down to my political beliefs, like I'm a free speech dude, which is no longer a really liberal thing, but mm-hmm. um. No, like I'm again, like I'm pretty progressive, but I'm, you know, I feel like true progressives are people that don't need to constantly advertise that they're progressives. Yeah. Like they're just one. They're just walking around as a giant billboard for their beliefs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's nauseating. Yeah. And I I feel like every celebrity in Hollywood, anytime they say something, I take it with a grain of salt, Mm. you know, but uh, Brian Cranston, lovely actor. Yeah. (laughs) Great actor. Yeah, no, I I hated what happened to his character on Breaking Bad. Really didn't deserve it. Yeah. Just a moralist in every sense of the word. (laughs) I mean, he was orchestrating, you know, 11-person prison massacres and poisoning children with ricin and, uh, you know, blowing evidence lockers up. But you know what? Just an all-around... Just a decent human being. Just a... Really just a guy, if a flawed man fighting cancer yeah he sold meth he, he was a cancer pay yeah. i feel like when you have cancer just anything else is on the table everything is make a wish foundation every you. time i watch steve wilco's and the storyline is oh dad molests whatever if he if i hear hey you know he had leukemia yeah i'm just like i mean you get this, a pass for everything this yeah. is just complex <laughs> this is just a little bit of a I got to rewatch that. What, Steve Wilkos or Breaking Bad? <laughs> Steve, I haven't watched Steve Wilkos. In, is that still on? Oh, yeah. It's on. This is like the 18th season, and oh, every episode is the same thing. I started watching it in high school. Every episode is like my dad put me in a well. Yeah. And then it's it's that theme, 
for 12 episodes and then they'll do a happy one like mixtape rapper proposes to his wife and then that's the show mm-hmm. and then they go straight back to oh no like uh, dad murders family yeah if you yeah every episode throw a chair across the uh across the stage and yeah i feel like he did that i think he did that once just out of anger and, and the audience responded it. so well to it that yeah. the, the producers were like, no, you have to do that every episode. That has to be your thing. And then yeah. he just did it. The, the, the chair throwing became the thing. Did you ever see the one where he threw it so hard it got stuck on the wall? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's great. <laughs> what about the one where those two chicks started fighting on stage and one of them, I think, tossed, I think, a chair at him and it knocked him out really quickly? I never saw and that. And he felt like he, he lost his balance and just fell. I, I've got a YouTube that later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a wild one, Steve Wilkos. Yeah, I, that used to be my shit. Every day after school, I would just run home. I, I think that says a lot about me now. Yeah. I think that Steve Wilkos shaped my personality to an extent. Yeah, I was, mean, when, uh... when you're 15 and all you're watching is, uh, yeah, my aunt burnt me with a soldering iron. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that might affect you a little bit. That's why I have such a dark sense of humor. No, but a wild show. That was the show that really like taught me. Like it was never elementary school. They were always very vague with shit like that. But it was always um, that. I feel like that was the show that really educated me on. Oh no! Like there's sick adults. It was that and Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Maury Povich was a good one. Too. Maury Povich, but no, but Steve Wilkos like got into the depth. Jerry Springer's always had like a comedic edge to it. Yeah. Same thing with Maury. Maury was always like a guy, you know, you are not the father, and the guy just starts doing the schmutty Wilkos dance. Wilkos was a little bit heavier. Um uh, like the 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 people that they'd have on the show. Oh, of course. No, it was it was all about murder, molestation, all those things. But I feel like that I got more of an education, as fucked up as it sounds. I got more of an education listening to that show than I did or watching it than I ever did, you know, with whatever fully alive thing that they would teach us the about. Fully it. alive books. Yeah. 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 As sick as it may sound, it, it, it really, uh, yeah, it really exposed me to the darkness of the world. Always weird shows that I watched. Now I feel like it's just all gone. All that shit. Like I feel like Steve Wilkos is kind of irrelevant now. Like it's just all network television. It might be entertaining to watch every now and then, but it's it's all all the dark shit is transitioned onto social media. Yeah, yeah. It's like all it's all six buzz now. Steve Wilkos would be great on six buzz. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, man's don't molest his daughter. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking waste monster here. Throws this- his hair. Get this fucking buck tea off my stage. <laughs> Whatever a buck tea is, I don't know what it is. Yo, no lie. Wilkos is a sweeter man, you know? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no lie, fam. Yo, yo, Wilkos is, yo, Wilkos is my G, daggy. Yo, for your God, he- What's that other word? Wallahi or whatever? I Wallahi is Somali. My, uh, my friend Deli, the guy you know, he says that all the time. Yeah. He's like, Alex, if you started just saying Wallahi in regular conversation, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> Yo, Wallahi. I've gotten the Wallahi pass from several people. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. 
I I had to unfollow it because I'm just like stuck. Look, reading like the yeah. uh, the comment section. Yeah, as I, I can't I can't do it. I haven't unfollowed it specifically because a lot of the content I do is like not all of it, but a lot of it is Toronto centric. And in case one of them goes like the Saga City G one, mm. that got a lot of view. Like I'm I'm expecting one of those at one point to maybe go viral and them to report. So I don't want to be, but. Uh, They've done a bunch of shit, man. That's just like I again. They're they're just cancerous, like a lot of these other places. Yeah, they just they they latch on to the newest thing. They don't give a shit whose whose reputations at stake, who they're humiliating, who they're like, and it's it's all just bullshit. You take a look and you just you're like, oh okay, it's it's either like a Scarborough man with uh, brings flamethrower into DMV. Mm-hmm. Or it's like uh, Instagram influencer now identifies as raccoon, and you and it's all just like it's like try, it's like no one gives a shit. Like give me the actual st- actually the flamethrower thing that probably would be newsworthy, but yeah, the rest of this is it's just vapid horseshit. Yeah, just for the clicks, right? So my my old neighborhood made it once on uh, on Six Buzz. I was like, I'm surprised. A little bit they, of pride and like embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> they, they made it only one time only one time i'm surprised yeah. that they don't have a weekly segment <laughs> this week on ridgeway on ridgeway on the ridge block yeah oh jeez. uh yeah local mississauga mixtape rapper is now opening his own beef patty shop that's me. I make beef patties. I love a good beef patty. <laughs> I've eaten that but it's so funny how like how prim and proper they made beef patties look like Jamaican patties. Yeah. When like on the box it just it shows it being served with like, you know, rice and fruit they made and it look healthy very vegetables. Gourmet. And in reality it's just me just scarfing one down at two AM on a subway platform. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out of a bag. It literally like just comes out. Of, it comes bag. out of a like. I'll just. I'll. I'll carry it in, like a brown bag, the way like a hobo would with liquor. It, it's weird that like the subway stations are like, has the best like patties there, like some of them are good. Some of them I've had and I've gone. This is the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. They're just it depends it, who the supplier is. It's so. hit and miss. Yeah, that's another thing I made during like because I was cooking a lot during the pandemic. So like that was one thing I want. I've always wanted to make. And like I from scratch, yeah, from scratch, yeah. like the uh, the the pastry and like the the meat as well. And then I gave I gave it to my Jamaican friends too. Yeah, and they gave me like the seal of approval. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm old school. I'll only eat a beef patty if it comes from a one armed Turkish man at a Circle K. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thing. I won't do anything else. <laughs> Um, I won't have it any other way. No, I, I love a good beef patty. There used to be a great beef patty spot when I was, we, we were living in Streetsville uh, at our townhouse. Uh, every Saturday, me and my mom, we would do errands and we would just go there. And I remember they had like, um, not Tetris, but they had, what, what what's that Starfighter game that they play at the arcades? Um, like I think Astros it is Astros. Star- is it, is, yeah. I think we would play Asteroids. We would play a couple other things, but you would sit and eat a beef patty and you would just... I think it was a Jamaican place. Mm. And you would sit and just eat a beef patty and uh, play the game. Nice. Just right there at the uh, at the game table. And, uh, yeah, a little stroll down memory lane. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to watch Cocaine Bear. I'm so excited for it. I, I want to see that. I just want good, mindless fun. 
that is also like slightly intelligent, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't want any of this like Marvel bullshit anymore. I just think that stuff's it's just out. You know? Yeah, I think I think the Marvel stuff is already like played out. I've never been like a big like Marvel Marvel guy. Like I'll watch it like if it comes out. Yeah, WandaVision was the last thing I watched, which was pretty good. Um, but I I haven't watched any of that stuff. I'm just not. A, I mean, the last thing that I really loved from them, and I genuinely did love it, was Avengers Endgame. Mm. And then after that, I just haven't gotten into anything. Spider Man yeah. No um, No Way Home, I thought was okay. I thought it was. I, I thought that was good. I saw that twice in theaters, actually. Yeah, so I, I thought it was good enough to see twice, but um, and it was cool seeing Tobey Maguire again and and Andrew Garfield and the three of them. Like that was yeah. genuinely cool. That was a pretty cool thing. Yeah, did you see it? No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I was, know. I know what scene you're talking. Oh about. shit! I've for a second, that. I was like, oh, well, yeah. it's no, been I, out. I, it's all over the place. It's been TikTok over a year. Kind of ruined it for me. So me and Mitchell Alvis saw that on opening weekend. Yeah, it was like after the Dark Comedy Festival, and we just went one, you know, just the middle of the pandemic. Mm. They had like the uh, concession stands; they were all closed, everything like that. We had to sneak burgers into the theater. Nice, but uh, no, that was a hell of a movie. I remember, but like the the last monumental thing that they've done, I think, was Avengers Endgame, and then everything after that. Like, I just don't care. Here's my issue: if you'll allow me to go on a bit of a rant with these things. The thing, the problem with, and you'll probably agree with this, because we remember growing up, there was always the thing of the trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it was Star Wars, Dark Knight, Lord of the Rings, whatever it was, there was always a trilogy, or maybe there would be four movies, something like that. But there would always be a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Again, beginning, middle, end type conclusion. With this Marvel stuff, there's no conclusion to it. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. There's no story to it. It's not a real fucking story, right? You'll have character arcs and all these things, but it's like it, there's there's nothing. They bring people, they bring characters back to life that you thought had died. They bring like I guarantee you, we have not seen the end of Robert Downey as Iron Man. It's mm-hmm. it, he's gonna come back. They'll offer him some fucking contract in the next like I don't know. He'll turn sixty and go. Oh, I want to do. He'll have like his like late midlife crisis and he'll be like, oh no, I want to do Iron Man one more time. I'm going to do that and he'll bring it back. There's no ending to any of this stuff and it sucks. Like whether you like Lord of the Rings or not, whether you like it, it's not for everybody. I think most but the consensus is they are great movies. They're some of my favorite movies. Some of the best things that that have ever touched screens. But whether you like them or not, there is at least a beginning, a middle and an end. Three parts and that's what you get. Never mind the shitty Hobbit prequels, all that stuff. Peter Jackson did it right. There's the beginning, middle, and end, and you get to decide amongst yourselves which one is the best, which one is all the... Other than that, there's there's nothing, right? And they've done that Rings of Power show, which I don't even acknowledge. Like, it's just separate from all of that. But, you know, the 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 main trilogy, that's what you get primarily. And it is what it is. It's not this thing that has just kept going where they're bringing Viggo Mortensen back and Elijah Wood and all those people. It's just this thing that you have, mm-hmm. right? And you, you you just... And Lord of the Rings fans, I think, for the most part, pretty disciplined people. They're not asking for all that much. But with this new stuff, with uh, the Marvel shit, uh, just a, it all ended five years ago, in my opinion. All right. Uh, you know what? We've had a pretty good episode here. 
Uh, yeah, you know what? I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, okay. Max, fire off your socials before. Max Frost Comedy, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Same thing. Max Frost Comedy. Just follow me there. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got any dates coming up? Any I don't know shows? when this comes out, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm going to put it out this week. It's, it's this week? Or yeah, that's why I'm making it so short. took like months to like uh, put out. Well, the last one, we were literally dying in our couches, and yeah. we kept the recording going for three and a half hours. <laughs> See, that's so. why I, I don't know how, how I'm supposed to, like, unless you have like an actual set date to uh, to promote it, like <laughs> that you're going to put it out, then I'll. I don't know. I'm, I'm, de- I'm going to de- be at Madison Square Garden uh, on this date. So, yeah. yeah, just come catch me there. Max will be celebrating his 52nd birthday uh, that that weekend uh, that we put this out. But we'll be doing, um, yeah, no, I I, I will. It's a, it's a shorter episode. I remember Mitchell was goofing on me, too, because I was just, yeah. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't release it. But um, just follow me on Instagram. That's where majority of my show dates are there. Yeah. So, what about your beautiful TikTok? Yeah, I'm work, working on it. All right, I gotta right. gotta catch up to these kids, folks. Follow me on Alex Dewitt fifteen on TikTok, Alex Dewitt comedy on Instagram. All my show dates and different stuff will be there. And uh, yeah, it's uh, this has been a fun episode. Thank